0: Welcome to the Move the Stairs podcast by the Denver-based public relations strategist
1: at MNC Communications. We help clients from the CBD industry to nonprofits and beyond tackle their toughest communications challenges. And protect their brand using our state-of-the-art tools and strategies.
2: I'm president and founder, Diane Mulligan. For us, public relations is all about brand protection. We are experts in growing active communities deflecting negative public relations, and building trust to help our clients stand head and shoulders above competitors. I'm Vice President Sarah Beatty. We're all former
0: journalists. We've been in front of the camera and behind the scenes. We call our experience Insider Media Relations, helping clients turn crisis communications
1: and media relations challenges into opportunities that bolster the bottom line. And I'm PR manager, Jordan Sherman. At MNC, we craft distinctive and effective solutions for your communications challenges. We call it our Move the Stairs philosophy. On this podcast, we share our best ideas for brand protection, crisis communications, media relations, and more. Let's get right
0: to it. This week's Move the Stairs podcast.
2: hi there everybody happy march oh my gosh it's march in colorado and the snow is falling we're having a great time today we're glad that you joined us jordan and sarah are here and we have a great guest but i'm gonna let sarah introduce our guest but it's going to be a great time um so welcome to the mnc move the stairs friday conversation where we share cbd brand protection strategies for your cbd business really to tackle some of your biggest PR concerns and public relations challenges. And we're so excited to chat with you if you're joining us live today. And if you're joining us after the broadcast or on the podcast, we're glad you're here and you can always send us your questions. We'd love to get them. Right, Sarah? That's absolutely right. So welcome, Wayne. How are you?
3: I'm doing really well. Thank you for having me on. Excited to be here.
0: Thank Thank you for joining us. So as Diane mentioned, Um, This March 2021, our theme is putting the spring in your brand protection PR. Mm -hmm. And this week, we're talking about planting the seeds of growing your business, growing your brand protection. And one great tactic is starting your own podcast. And that's why we invited you to the, on today. So we're talking to CBD business owners. And you know, you are so well known throughout the industry. So as we're so grateful to have you on as our special guest. Um, Wayne, if you don't know Wayne um, Schwind, he's the owner of Periodic Caramels and host of the podcast, Periodic Effects. And uh, also has the new website, periodicsearch.com, the world's best search engine for video and audio cannabis education. Did I get all of that? I mean, you have your fingers in so many (laughs) pies, (laughs) right? Yeah. And we're going to get into a bunch of those details uh, and ask you a whole bunch of questions about that. Um, And so really the purpose of this podcast is to talk about planting those seeds, of CBD brand protection PR, um, potentially with a podcast. And by the end of this episode, I hope everyone listening will be able to evaluate if podcasting is a great tactic for your CBD brand protection PR plan. And um, I hope everyone will be able to come away with some fabulous tips on how to produce a podcast and make it work for you.
1: Again, we're fortunate enough to have Wayne for all 30 minutes of our uh, episode today. So uh, what we'll do is what we typically do, break it down into three 10-minute sections in the first uh, 10 minutes. We're going to be talking about how to evaluate if a podcasting is right for you and right for your business. Then for the second 10 minutes, uh, we're going to talk about some strategies and what you'll need, how much it's going to cost, and maybe some, and more importantly, how much time it's going to take. And Wayne's been doing this for quite a number of years now, so he'll be able to shed some light on that. And then finally, we'll deep dive in what to expect from all of your efforts. We're going to pick Wayne's brain uh, and have him you know, tell us what results he has seen and what expectations maybe he set as he started uh, getting going with the podcast.
2: So if you're joining us live, just please jump into the conversation by answering this question. Do you currently produce a podcast? If not, do you listen to podcasts and which ones do you like? And of course, everyone at MNC listens to periodic effects because we know what a great podcast that is, and we think you should too. So check that one out. And in the comments section, let us know what you think. Um, And if you're joining us later, remember, you can always post your questions. We'll answer them. So uh, we're looking forward to to hearing what you think about podcasting and whether it might be a tactic that you would be interested in.
0: Yep. And as always, we've got a free downloadable one sheet. You can grab that at movethestairs.com. So let's get right into it. Should I start a podcast?
1: It's a a commitment, right? Yeah, (laughs) it's something that you you really have to put um, in some time and effort to. And, you know, it can be a great way to build your own brand and create a loyal following by sharing your expertise. And that's, of course, one of the things that we tout to be a key to CBD brand protection PR. Um, It's building your thought leadership and reputation. You know, that goes a really long way in helping you to some challenges or even crisis situations may occur at your company or within the CBD industry. Um, And remember, if something negative does happen in the industry, your customers are going to look to you to provide some leadership guidance and maybe that insight that uh, they may not know on the surface. And if you've already engaged your CBD brand in this, that's a key component to brand protection, right, Diane?
2: Absolutely. So, Wayne, we're going to stop yammering here in just a second, but let me just give real quick facts. Mm -hmm. 30% of Americans, more than 100 million a month, listen to podcasts in 2020, Um, and that increase in listenership is up 54% in the past three years, according to Edison Research and Triton Digital. So, I would like you to know why you decided that podcasting should Mm -hmm. be one of the main components of your brand protection PR.
3: Yeah, yeah, I'm excited to dive into all this because there's a lot of different angles. You can take it, a lot of different opportunities and stuff you discover just by starting that you don't even realize mm-hmm. how it's going to end up. And I think to start, it, was the pod, it wasn't the It was so much specifically the podcast, but that we had to build an audience that knew us directly, that we owned that platform. Um, social media is great. You can build an audience there, but you can see a lot of your, your organic reach just disappear when they train, change strategies. So it was always how to build an audience um, that knew us. And for us, um, we built our company. I bootstrapped it and self-financed it. So every marketing strategy we looked at was what's the lowest cost, you know, but takes like sweat equity and just put in the time and offer value that way. And that was really why we picked the podcast, because it was like $300 in equipment to get started. I mean, almost nothing um and then kind of started there and it's evolved over time um but it's definitely opened up a lot of different doors and at first it was really just a marketing strategy to build an audience for our edible product business that we have yeah
2: and we love your caramel they are just outstanding Oh, oh, Thank oh you. <laughs> are you kidding me? they're in my yes they just melt in my <laughs> mouth just about every day so <laughs> sarah so wayne Talk about, I mean, you mentioned that you you bootstrapped this
0: and that I think is um, a really, you know, sort of typical way that people get into podcasting. Did you mm-hmm. consider other methods of outreach when you started or you mentioned that you listened to, had listened to podcasts for years? I mean, was that yeah. just a natural fit for you? What, what drew you to podcasts?
3: it was weird because i don't i never had any background in like media or anything like that i did do sales before i started the company um so it's kind of talking with customers and the podcast was we looked at a lot of different things and we had social media and different accounts going like that but the podcast was the one that was unique and i thought if people would listen to this like what other business do you know the owner have you heard the owner talk for 10 hours or 100 hours with how many episodes we have now so i knew it could develop a deep connection and it was something i like because now we do video with it but at first it was just audio so i was way less nervous to record my
2: oh i think we froze oh
0: he'll be back in a second, he'll be back um, in a second um, but yes. you know what he i i Voice,
3: understand i could look like oh. whatever
2: yeah we we lost you there for a second. You're you're going oh, in, and out. but you're good. You're back now. So you were just saying that, um, but then you went to video. But it was it was more. It concerns your right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. Think about it a little bit more, definitely. But that channel was just it made sense for us because I liked the way I like the content too. Having a guest on. You yeah. don't have to sit there and think of like talk by yourself to create a video or something. The guest, it's natural conversation. I did sales, so I kind of had that communication, asking right. questions. Um and it made sense for our science focus and the educational piece. And we found over time really we have a pretty much fully a B2B audience. We have some consumers that listen, um, but the bud tenders and dispensaries and all those buying you know, decision makers um, really listen to it. And that's where I think it's really like found our niche um, in the industry and has really helped us grow because those people recommend products. They decide what to put on the shelf. And so if you got the relationship with them, that goes a really long ways.
0: You know what I think is so interesting as I was listening to one of your podcasts this morning on the treadmill um, is I feel like podcasting is such an kind of an intimate medium. I mean, I've got my mm-hmm. headphones on and I'm kind of in a zone cause I'm on the treadmill and, mm-hmm. you know, there's sort of the kids are getting up and moving around the house, getting off to school. Um, but I wonder, is that a way that you feel like you really are able to develop that one on one relationship? I mean, you mentioned the bud tenders and the business owners and the the various people, um, you know, do you find that, that you really have developed a community and that relationship almost with however many thousands of individuals who might listen to your podcast?
3: Yeah, definitely. It's kind of weird sometimes when I walk into a store, we have certain stores that we're in that like play it in the background while in like in their shop, where a customers shop oh and those gosh. bud tenders um, really know us. And so it's weird walking in there because like they listen to they'll say stuff about me and I'm like, have I told, and I forget that I just mentioned things in passing, you know, so they feel like they know you um, really well. Uh, yeah, it's been huge. And I think also because I'm an operator and I'm running the business and I talk to tender. So like I'll have a conversation with one of them and then I'll bring it up on the podcast and talk about what we discussed. So I think it feel cause it's a great platform, but if you get on as just, you know, interview experts or you're not actually doing the thing you're talking about and you want to get in that way, it's harder. Cause it is very um, noisy and loud. I mean, there's tons of podcasts, so you do have to bring, Some kind of value or why would they stick around and listen but yeah i think it's been a huge way to connect develop that relationship
0: that is so cool and a little bit later i just want to let everybody know we're going to be talking about um i think that there's tremendous value and one of the things that we know about um, brand protection is being able to measure that value and so Mm -hmm. we're going to get into some specifics on that which um, is really wonky and exciting to me. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about that. But you've been doing a podcast since 2017, mm-hmm. which is it's hard to believe. Kind of the dawn <laughs> of the podcasting era, yeah. a little bit. How have things changed in the in the time that that you've been doing it?
3: Um, I think it's been. Well, the podcasting category has grown. Now everyone, like if you say we have a podcast, almost, you know, unless like my grandma kind of struggled to get it onto her phone, but everyone can access it. So that's developed more. Um, and probably just what we learned over time, not so much like podcasting itself. Um, that's kind of the same process, getting a guest on. We've added more segments. So I do do like some standalone episodes, which I'll record on my own time without a guest. And if we're short an episode that week and we don't have a guest lined up, it's nice because I can, because we commit to a weekly episode. So we Mm -hmm. want consistency there. Um, And then we added video. And the biggest thing I think is we've discovered you can create so much new content from one episode and I don't do that work. So it's a YouTube video, but you can cut that into clips, which can be 60 second Instagram, but you can make 20, 30 pieces of good content from one guest episode. Um, And if you've got a team that does that, Um, we've been developing that over time. So I think that's the biggest thing that has changed, just adding more onto it.
0: I really want to highlight that particular thing for anyone who's watching or listening, that idea that it's not just one standalone piece of content, that you um, have one thing that you've created and then you've got the video out of it and then you cut that video down and then you put that on your social media. Um, That is such a smart, strategic approach to leveraging the content that um, does take time and does take cost to produce. Um, And I just really want to highlight that because that is such a smart way to go about it.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. Figuring out content is difficult, um, I think, for a lot of people because you sit down with a blank page and then you start – When you create a podcast, like the guest, it kind of starts developing itself. It makes it a lot easier um, and it kind of forces you into starting it and following through with it versus sitting down and trying to create, you know, some big master plan from scratch. Yeah.
1: I just want to jump in really quick too, for people who are tuning in, if you have a question for Wayne, by all means, drop it in the comments and we're happy to pull that up on the screen and pass that along. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we love that. Julie um, has joined us earlier, and she said her experience on podcasts has been great. Uh, it gives me, I think I can even pop this into the, yeah, there oh, we no. go. Oh, Jordan did it, and then That's I undid cool. it. Um, yeah, she says it absolutely gives me more credibility, and people get to know know me when they listen, um, which is such a great, I mean, Wayne, you talked about that, you know, when you walk into a shop, and people are like, mm-hmm. you know, they know your voice, or or you've they've heard that conversation before. I think that's, um, that's just so powerful. Um, and it sounds like you, that's a great, you mentioned your grandmother, Wayne, um, the, the the downloadable one sheet that we have that's available on movethestairs.com mentions our grandmothers. And so you'll have to go get that sheet to understand why, but, um, I love that we're talking about our grandmas and a CBD and the periodic caramels podcast.
3: If I could throw one more thing in there, too, it's not just the audience you create, which is the huge piece, but I've done now over 200 guests that are business owner, like higher level people that I've been able to call. Like my personal network inside the industry is hundred times bigger than it would have been without so you develop own your own internal business really benefits just from creating those relationships, which you would have never created without a reason to sit down and do it like a podcast.
2: That is so I, I think that's one of the great things about it. It's a great business development. Mm-hmm. It's a great way to network. Yeah. I mean so so there's a lot of reasons why you would spend the time and the money on doing it because there mm-hmm. and and as you said, you chop up the the material that you do and you can reuse that so many different ways. So Um, So our podcast is called Move the Stairs, Mm. and Wayne, you may not know why it's called Move the Stairs, um, and some of our listeners don't, but Move the Stairs is all about taking whatever life gives you and making the most out of it, and really not whining about if only this or if only that, but saying, okay, Mm -hmm. what can I do? Um, And it comes from, I was a producer and I walked in and and it was election night and there was a uh, a candidate who was uh, incumbent. And so we knew he was going to win. But when I walked in, I knew I had to get his interview first and the stairs from the podium led to my competition. So I went over, I looked at the stairs, I literally unscrewed them moved them to the other side we got him that night and moved the stairs was born devious that's right and it is our
3: competitors (laughs) don't listen to the podcast and pick up that strategy
2: exactly exactly so whatever's going on in your life especially during covid man do we have to move the stairs during covid but anyway it's really important to move the stairs so jordan you've got the next question
1: yeah, so Wayne, you already kind of touched on this um earlier in the conversation about um when you first got started with your podcast, you said, you know, it cost you like 300 bucks to get the equipment that you needed to get rocking and rolling. So mm-hmm. my question is, over time, how have you seen things change between the first initial time investment that you put into your podcast yeah. to, you know, so where you are now in 2021?
3: I put less time into it now just because I really had to figure out the whole thing from the beginning. So I have a team, but whenever we do something new, I normally go figure it out myself and develop it. And then I'll create the system around it that I can give. Like I record a lot of video SOPs where I just record myself doing the thing, like editing the podcast and how to finish it for production. And I can give that. I have people that aren't even from marketing that have learned to edit podcasts or even edit a video, Um, to make it really simple that way but this is still the same mic that the very first one the same arm so like my equipment is still the same costs really haven't went up there um the thing now is yeah i just have a team that does post-production and also getting guests doing some research um so my time per week like if i'm doing one guest episode per week it's like i probably spend two hours on it an hour for the interview 30 minutes maybe getting ready and kind of prepping, but I know the industry really well too. So I don't really have to prep much. If I if I had to learn more, I'd probably need more time up front. And I did early on, but once you get a rhythm down, it really starts like it becomes streamlined, just like a normal thing.
2: I love listening to your podcast because you really listen to what your mm. guest is saying and mm. you riff off of that so beautifully and you're answering the questions that I'm thinking of. I listened in the car. That's <laughs> the podcast. Yeah. And I'm immediately thinking, well, what about this? And man, you're right there with that question. And I think that's one of the the keys to really having a successful podcast. Do you have other advice for people who are starting a podcast?
3: Yeah, don't do it because you want to just build an audience or sell more product because it probably you won't be able to figure it out. Like I really enjoy the science, like my background is in um, science. So I enjoy these topics and I enjoy the guests I talk to. So I think that's why it feels natural. Like if we weren't recording, I'd still want to talk to this person for an hour. Um, But yeah, pick something that you're very interested in and figure out a format like it doesn't have to be a guest interview that you plan every i've got a new idea we're going to try in our company i'm going to record our marketing meetings with the team and then we might pull like five or ten minute chunks where we're not discussing something personal internal about the company but a market trend it's like we're doing this meeting anyways and now it's over zoom so it's even easier to record that could be content so it's just sitting there and there's a lot of different things so maybe that's your system like you got to create the system Make sure it's something you'll keep repeating because the consistency um, is the most important. If it's one-off and it's not predictable, um, people won't keep coming back to it. So that's a big part of it.
2: We, have, we need to talk to you about that because we actually have a client that we just did a, um, a conference for. We did one last year as well. And we pulled sound from the conference and mm-hmm. made podcasts yeah. out of the sound. Sarah put mm-hmm. them together and that was that was fascinating. So I just I want to, again reach out to our audience and ask them to tell us how much time and money you've invested in your podcast. Or if you haven't started a podcast, I'm interested, do you think it would be worth the time and money? We know how busy everybody out there is. And when you're trying to build a business, um, you, you know, you're know you working serious hours. So everything mm-hmm. that you make a decision with, with your brand protection PR, it has to pay off. Um, and so I, I'd love to know what you think about that. How much time do you think it would be worth it? Jordan?
1: Uh, thanks, Diane. Um, and we also wanted to look ahead to next week as well, uh, where you can join us on our Move the Stairs conversation. We're going to shift uh, or continue our trend um, and talk about growing, pun intended, with spring, <laughs> and investing for the future <laughs> of the discussion about new financing and technology in the CBD space and how you can take some of this information and use it to build your CBD brand protection PR opportunities. I know that's a lot to dissect. So if you have any questions, feel free to email us and we'll be happy to bring that up and address it next week.
2: And I just want to say, we are talking to an Irish CBD company, Greenheart CBD. And um, since it's St. Patrick's Day week and my last name is Mulligan, and actually Sarah came up with a great (laughs) idea, you're going to have a little lilt and a brogue when you're listening to the uh, podcast next week. So we're excited about that. (laughs) So, tune in just to just to listen That'll exactly be so
0: wayne i um I made something for you this morning because I was Ooh, so nice. impressed um I think that you deserve the first oh, ever um <laughs> uh, certificate of move the stairs certificate of achievement um presented to Wayne schwind for exemplary performance in owned there goes my dog knocking around my computer <laughs> owned media amplification using periodicsearch.com. Now, this I want to talk about a little bit because this section here, we want to talk about measurable business objectives. And you just mm-hmm. mentioned that you have to really enjoy what you're doing because you don't necessarily see a correlation between you know, podcasts and sales or um other things, but because we really um specialize in ROI and measurement, mm-hmm. I think that um the way you use periodicsearch.com um in concert with the podcast, in concert with your product sales through your website is just brilliant. And we call that owned media because you own the mm-hmm. podcast, you own the websites, you own all that material. And it develops um, what we call thought leadership, and that's just such a, a main component of brand protection that people mm. hear you in their heads. They they know who you are. They've listened to your expertise. They can go search uh, information on PeriodicSearch.com. So please, if you could explain what PeriodicSearch.com is, let's start yeah. there.
3: Yeah, I think we launched that. Only like four or six months ago. And basically I found, um, so someone I followed for a while is Gary uh, Vaynerchuk. And that mm-hmm. was kind of, he gave a lot of advice. I mean, he kind of made himself famous by making his own content and YouTube and podcasts. So that's was kind of inspiration for the podcast. He has a search engine that I found or he was talking about where you can basically search for anything he said in the past. And so it was useful for me because I was typing CBD can because he sometimes hits on that stuff. Mm-hmm. And once we had enough episodes, it was like we have enough of a database that that would be great to have is for us. And we also get listeners that are like, I have this specific question and we might have covered it a year ago with a doctor. But I don't know where it's at in an episode or how to find it. It's very hard to find past content, and discover you know old stuff. Um, so it just all made sense to tie together with our science focus, bud tender education and kind of like a main area to send someone that's simple and won't be too overwhelming, hopefully, when they arrive. Because we do make a lot of different science content and business content and knowing where to send someone's kind of difficult. So I think that's a good like headquarters for us now.
0: Well, and I want to um, share the screen just we're all going to squinch down and be barely visible on the side, <laughs> but. Um, here's how it works. I mean, I've just typed in Delta 8, and, um, you know, that's going to return. Oh, I don't know that no, I searched I it correctly. <laughs> no, it was there earlier. So we'll just, um, we're just going to try that search again. But um, when I searched in earlier, and I could be having problems with my internet, um, you know, it's amazing what gets returned
2: here. And the, searched, you know, the. Sarah, I searched migraine this morning cuz someone asked me mm-hmm. about CBD and migraines oh, yeah, gonna, and,
0: yeah. and
2: that came back I don't know there were like 20 different podcasts that came back that talked about that which was really cool and I was able to share that with um with a client mm-hmm. which was even better than I could say yeah this is this is what's out here right now so that's very cool
0: yeah and what I so this is an example of using the media that you create. So it returns your own podcasts, your own videos, Mm -hmm. um, and drives people toward content that you've already created, reminds them, you know, drives home your expertise. The fact that you've been doing this for quite some time. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, I will just say, it's an absolutely beautiful interface. And you mentioned it at the the top of your podcast, you mentioned it on your podcast page. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, how did you come up with this strategy to to sort of pull all of this content together in this way?
3: It was all it just kind of happened like every brand. So we have four different brands. Everything's like under periodic and everyone was just built after the other one later. Like none of them were planned ahead of time. Um, so the first one was like an organ and cannabis, then the podcast, then hemp, uh, periodic caramels, the CBD line and then the periodic search um, and you just keep like the, when you're operating in the industry and you're talking to people, you see like issues that are need to be solved. And then you're like, well, I've already been doing this work. Like, can I adjust it or fit it to this new need? Um, and you just discover things like by doing a podcast and talking to so many different people and there's no like platform, like our search engine, when you click it, it also goes to the middle of the video where what you're searching for is being said.
0: That's what I noticed about Delta eight. When I searched that it went right to that section of the video, which is so useful and, and really, really professional.
3: Yeah. And we all, I think there's a huge internal. I'm surprised this tool is not more widely out there because we do a lot of, like I said, the videos we make internally for training. Like we have our own intranet with like all of our SOPs documents, trackers, I haven't done it yet, but I want to build this search engine for our own team internally. So like a new hire starts, they can type something in and find a video like doing the tasks they're they're doing. It could really speed up like training and uh, just your own team's ability to execute too.
2: Well, I, I just, it, that's it, a great it, approach. It is, it's a fabulous approach, but I'm, I'm interested when you started the podcast, um, mm. what was your objective and how did you measure it? and And I want you to put this in the, in the context of, you know, there's um, more than 1.7 million podcasts out there, but they just, dis- they say that about 50% of them will fail. And, mm-hmm. I- and I found that, you know, anecdotally we know that it normally it takes about a year to really get the podcast up, which is, you mm-hmm. know, 52 weeks of production. And you're still waiting to see, is there mm-hmm. going to be somebody who's going to comment? Is there going to be somebody who's going to download how did you get through that? Because when you started back in 2017, I'm wondering if it was even longer than a year.
3: <laughs> well, I think there's two lanes for a podcast. There's people that start a podcast to try to make money off it, or they're a YouTube channel to make money off it. And then there's people that have a business and the podcast is added on. Like I don't make money from the podcast. So it's not really like there's no deadline for it to fail. But if I'm like quit my job and this got to make money in six months, it puts right. you in a hard situation. Yeah. And you don't think as well either, because you're thinking money and not value to your audience who's why are they gonna stick around if it's not worth right. it to them. Um, so I just started and I just thought I mean, podcasting was already proven. It wasn't like an industry like the internet. like it's not a fad. Right. It's not going away. And I just knew I could keep repeating it. It would help us internally. but I didn't this podcast never like took off. Like it was for the first three to six months, like fifty hundred listeners per episode we got up to and then a year later it was like 300 400 and right now we get like 1500 to 2000 which listeners. is great
0: by the way yeah. that is yeah. really and, good
3: listenership and very b2b focused too so it's right. kind of that niche audience that um you know there are people that we're working with and it just kind of slowly incrementally just keeps going you know if i had to live off this i'm 3 years into it this would have failed like this podcast wouldn't work on it on its own right now. Um, We have talked to sponsors. I think it actually could potentially now start creating revenue, but I don't really need it to. Um, But that's the hardest part. If you're trying to make this your thing to pay your bills, it's going to be hard. But if it's the extra marketing piece, I think this is the easiest marketing that requires the least amount of time for any business owner, especially if you've got a team and money, you can build a production team that can make it all. And I think it's even more important for small businesses, although it's harder at first, because you don't have money for mass advertising. Like this is the only way you can really build a brand with almost zero, you know, no money basically um, to start. Yeah.
2: I think those are great points. And and a good reason for if you decide to start one, or if you're in the middle of one, hang in there because it mm-hmm. will, you will get to the right audience. So I just want to briefly recap today's chat and and Wayne, thank you so much. We talked about how to evaluate if podcasting is something you should start. Um, we talked about strategies you'll need and how much uh, it'll cost, and maybe 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 you like that. Maybe <laughs> the most important thing is how much time it will take. And then we just talked about what to expect from your efforts and how to measure your podcast impact. I think all that is very important.
0: Well, thank you, Wayne, so much. We really, really appreciate your time today. Wayne Schwind of Periodic Caramels.
3: Thank you for having me on. It was really fun. Those are great questions.
0: Well, and if you have time, I want you to go check out periodicsearch.com and do your own search, really dig into some of his fantastic content. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's Move the Stairs episode. We're here to help you protect your CBD business with brand protection PR. And I don't know that anybody does it better than Wayne of uh, Periodic Caramels.
2: Thanks so much. Have a great weekend.
3: Thank you very much. You guys as well. Thank you.